0: You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Hello, welcome back to the podcast, Changing Lives, as we are changing lives with the Word of God. I'm so excited about today. Um, God is so good. As you know, we've been still uh, flowing in learning about being uh, disciplined as far as the family is concerned, and God is doing some dynamic things. I mean, I'm getting different people coming and sharing testimonies of how God is shifting and changing things, and and that's, that's what it's all about. I mean, changing lives. Hey, so, you know, we're not just, uh, you know, on this podcast just sharing information just to take up time. I got other things I can do, I promise you. But it's important to be able to know that when the word goes out, Um, When truth goes out, that it doesn't return unto us void. So I'm excited about that. You know, for a few weeks ago, we've had an opportunity to have a dynamic prayer session that was led up by Bishop and my family. And uh, we covered quite a few areas that it relates to family. We started out um, praying for our church family and um, that was just a powerful session. And so I want to take another opportunity to share with you uh, the prayers that went forth. um, uh, doing that prayer session as it relates to marriage. And I am um, I'm, I'm, I know that this will be a blessing to you. Uh, some of you may have already heard it again because you were a part of that prayer session. But again, take take take, you know, what's being shared during this podcast and la- allow it to become a part of you. Stand on it in faith. Um Keep on asking and praying and believing, you know, for breakthrough um, as it relates to your family and in particular dealing with your marriage. Bishop mentioned that we are um, oftentimes that we, we've been in marriage together. Me and my husband, we have a strong marriage. Been married for 31 years this year and um, God has been faithful. Has it been a perfect marriage? No, no. However, it's been a perfected marriage and a perfected marriage is a marriage that doesn't make it seem like everything is just all perfect and peachy king. No, you're going to go through tribulation. You're going to go through situations when you have two people that come together. Believe me, if you don't already know, you're going to have some things you're going to have to work out. Selfishness, for one, uh, learning how to love one another and learning how to grow together. You know, we have growing pains in the natural, but there's also growing pains, pains in marriage, too, as well you know, so the person that you married a year ago, five years ago, 10, 20, 30 years ago down the road is not the same person and neither are you. And so it's important for us to learn to grow together. Um, you know, and so there's some dynamics that is very important, you know, with marriage as it relates to family. And so we know that, you know, the husband and a wife, you know, is one of the core units or, or, or parts of a family structure. And, um, and of course, you know, for there, you have children. So you become parents. And so if, but if you don't have a strong marriage, then you already given the enemy a way in to divide and to conquer, uh, your family and your household. And so I say it's important, you know, to, to really, um, you know, go to bat for your, for your marriage, to invest in your marriage, to continue to seek God and to believe God based on his principles that he shares in his word, um, um, for you to have a strong marriage and uh, and it takes two individual people who are mature enough to recognize that we're not going to point at each other that you need to do this. You need to do that. But we as individual take on the responsibility that I'm a covenant partner in this marriage and I'm going to do my covenant part to make this marriage strong. And so it's very important. You know, you know, you know, for me, you know, I've been praying on some specific things. You know, you, you can be in marriage for a long time and the enemy can sleep. In there and cause things to become mundane. You can begin to go through the motions, or you can have so many things on your plate that that you're not necessarily um, uh, keeping each other as priority. And so, and I think that that's important to recognize. You know, it's a couple of scriptures that the Lord has placed in my spirit in my times of meditation, even in dealing with marriage, because I believe that every single day. If you're married, that you should be doing something to invest in your marriage, whether it's taking a scripture that you're meditating on um, and standing on. Uh, Certainly, every day you should be praying for your your marriage and for your for your spouse. I mean, that's that's a must. That's a priority. You know how much prayer we need as individuals. How we need to be praying for ourselves. And then when you bring somebody else (laughs) into the picture, you definitely need to be praying for that person. It's important. So so it shouldn't you know and it's. Especially, you know, it shouldn't be more complaining and murmuring and you thinking about the trouble and the things that aren't going right. than there is prayer that should be going on in uh, in your household and for your marriage. OK, so we have to turn the tides on that thing. Pray, 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 pray all the time. Pray every day. Pray often. Amen. And so we're praying because we know we're praying to God who knows all, sees all. And, um, and he's able to help us and to lead us and guide us in direction to do this thing right called marriage amen and so a couple of scriptures that you know the Lord had had me to meditate on um, that I think is just just really really um uh strong scriptures and one is Romans 12 9 through 10 and I'm gonna read from the message version it says love from the center of who you are don't fake it run for dear life from evil and hold for dear life to good be good friends who love deeply Practice playing second fiddle. So there's a lot that's in there, but le- let's start from this: love from the center of who you are. Um, you know, um, you know, if you've been in marriage for any period of time, um, you and and, and is is pretty much guaranteed. that you have many types of disagreements, disagreements, and different things like that, or uh, things may not have gone your way? You may have had, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know something that has caused you to be hurt or uh, brokenhearted, you know, based on how your spouse has uh, dealt with you in certain situations certainly we know there's all kinds of different things that can come and attack our marriage um sometimes you know we have marriage people who who are dealing with infidelity in their marriage you know um and uh and those are real issues you ha- you have um different things that may be s- such as sickness you know uh in your body where the enemy is attacking uh, your body as an individual but then also that has um some um um, bearing on your marriage relationship, there are attacks that you have financially, attacks with your children, all kinds of things that can come your way, and it can really cause your love walk to be um, shaken. Um, and and sometimes you can go through the motion, you know, um, but the core, the foundation of who we are as as children of God, as people of God, is is centered on um love and um, and we have to make sure that whatever we do, whether it's loving our spouse, loving our children, loving our neighbor, loving loving our you know uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, we have to make sure that our love walk is 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 authentic. That our love walk is is coming from our core being. Um, and, and and so this is important, you know, because sometimes you you can be hurt, you so many times you can be disappointed, so many times you can you know, you can be less down so many times that it can really cause you your love walk to be shaken and sometimes we may try to to, to make it seem like oh everything's okay how many times have we had our spouse to come to us and and, and we may have our countenance be totally different than what they're used to seeing and they may say it's something wrong and we all will say oh nothing's wrong everything's okay when we know deep inside no, there's something that's not right whether it's something that they did to us or something that happened to us you know um, but but, but when we do that, we really are putting up a front and we're lying. We're trying to mask what's really going on on the inside of us. But when we're able to embrace um, what love is all about, how, you know, the word talks about how love covers a multitude of sin. You know, so when you have love on board, it deals with sin, it deals with heartache, it deals with deals with disappointment. Um, It doesn't say that you know I'm just going to let it come. You know, I'm I'm you know I'm going to just invite disappointment and heartache and 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 make friends with it. No, what it's saying is it is able to conquer it. It is able to overcome it. Hallelujah! And so, um, and even though some of those situations may take time to work through heartache, it may take time to. Work through infidelity if that's what you've experienced in your marriage. It takes time to do that. But when love is on board, it certainly helps to grace you with the strength and the ability to work through those situations, you know? And so, um, as opposed to, um, you know, you focusing on the bad, focusing on the wrong, folks focusing on the faults, focusing on what's not right. You know, when love is on board, it helps you like first Corinthians 13 to, to bear one another's burdens, to, to, to see no wrong, you know, but to, to, to be focused in on the good so much that you're willing to take it to God and pray and say, God, the bad that's happening right now will not overcome the good that I focus on that you are able to allow to come into my marriage. And so I think, is important says love from the center of who you are. Stop faking. Amen. Be real, be real with yourself. And sometimes, you know, we, you know, when you are being real with yourself, you don't feel like loving. Okay. Um, you you don't want to, you know, everything within you is fighting you, you know, say I, I'm not there yet, but let me tell you something. You know, we, we, we already know that we walk by faith and not, not by sight. We 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 don't go by our senses, how we feel, you know, because I'm telling you, when you wake up in the morning, there are times you can wake up and you be happy, you be ready to go and, and face the day. But then there are times I know for me, I wake up in the morning, I don't want nobody to talk to me. I don't feel like doing this. I would rather go back to bed and sleep for another couple hours, you know. But if I let my flesh you know, and the way I feel dictate to me that well, we'll never get anywhere. We won't make any grounds. But, you know, and so there's things that you have to do by faith, you know, and then there's things, you know, God knows, you know, he said, you know, if if you lack something, you know, you got to come to him and ask him, you know, he said, if you ask, you know, you, you, you'll receive, you know, and so there are times when I don't feel like doing something. When I don't feel like necessarily loving my husband. When I don't feel like being showing myself lovable, you know. But but when I go to God and say, God, you know, this is how my flesh is feeling right now. But I know I'm a woman of faith, so I'm asking you to help me out. You know, help help me to to release love. It's in me. Help me to release it and get past what I'm feeling right now, um, so that love can cover the hurt, can cover the disappointment, can cover, you know. The, the, the You know, whatever it may be that's causing a barrier or trying to divide and um uh, sever uh, or separate uh, you and your spouse. And so pray, pray, children, pray. Amen. And so then the word goes on to talk about how that we ought to hold on to dear life for what's good and to run from dear life from that which is evil. And I think that. That that's a good piece of, 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 of information for us to stand by as our mantra for life run from evil. Now, what's running from evil? You know, no, it's not necessarily, you know, you have you're in the midst of something and you have, um, you know, opportunity to do something that's still kill and destroy. No, not necessarily that. I'm talking about the evil that comes in our heart you know the evil that comes when when we want to you know uh, focus on what's bad, the wrongs of per- somebody when you know none of us are perfect, you know but the enemy wants us to focus in on what bad the person has done. Um, and uh, but God, all throughout his word shows us how that we are to focus in on the good, even in the way that we think. He tells us in his what wo- and in, in, in his word, you know, to think on those things that are, are that are that that are just, that are that are honest, that are true, that are pure, that are good, that are of good report, that are lovely. He said, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things, you know, so it goes to show, you know, that even in our thought pattern that God wants to make sure that we're not focusing on the bad, you know, and so when you focus in on the good, then you're able to allow God's grace and you are able to allow his mercy to set in and to move in your relationship with your spouse. And so, you know, um, and so I say it, it from, from the worst thing that could happen to the little petty little thing that can happen if it's bad if it's evil you have the ability to be able to turn that tide and to focus in on the good. If it's not just for what is to happen uh, even in the future, you know, the word of God says God works all things out together for the good. If you're just focusing on uh, the possibility that God is able to work things, all things out for the good, then I'm telling you, you are on your way to a better place. And so it talks about holding on to dear life for what is good. And then it says, be good friends who love deeply, not on the surface. You know, and and um, you know, not you know, not just you know, just you know, uh, just to save face, but loving deeply. That means it go- it goes beyond the surface. That means it's something that's intentional. It's a part of you. It's a part of the fabric of who you are. When you're thinking about your spouse, and um, um, uh, and you're thinking about. How can I be a blessing to them? How can I love them? How, what can I do today to show them that I love them? Even though maybe, you know, they did something that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, you know, and so, but it's in the ball is in our court to, to love deeply and to be good friends. That's a good foundation. Cause even those who are seeking to be married, let me tell you, if you don't have the foundation of friendship, you're going to start a very rocky road and it may not be the best road at all to travel on. If you have a relationship with somebody that you, that you can't even be a good friend with. Okay. So that's no type of foundation that you want to build a marriage on. So I say work at being good friends with your spouse and, um, and to love deeply, loving deeply. When you love somebody deeply, when you fall in love with somebody, they're on your mind all the time, you know, and you're thinking about, well, how can I, um, set up some time to be with them or how can I, you know, if they're, you know, away or out of town or at work or you're not able to be with them at that time, but you're thinking about, well, how can I, maybe I send them a text, maybe I give them a call or maybe I'll send them some flowers or, or do something, you know, to let them know how much I care for them, how much I value them. Um, Those things are, are, are important. And then the last part of that verse is practice playing second fiddle. Oh, my goodness. Wow. If we could do that more often, that would be a major, major asset to our marriage where you're learning how to um, put someone else before you. You know, we live in a world where. Everything is you get yours and and, and I'm going to get mine, you know, where it's a selfish society that we're we're looking to to gratify ourselves, to please ourselves. And that's from the marriage bed to the dinner table. I don't care. What, you know, that's just how human nature is that is always looking for its own gratification. And so I urge you, you know, you know, as the Lord was ministering to me about this, you know, play practice playing second fiddle. You have to practice at it. You know, it's, it's not something that, that, that comes easy, you know, um, because we're always looking to, to make sure that we're okay, you know, but how about you looking out for your spouse to see, are they okay? And um, how can I, I mean, maybe you may have to give up something for, for them. You know, you may have to give up your time, you know, for, for your, uh, for your spouse. Uh, you may have to, um, you know, just sacrifice some things that you may not necessarily want to sacrifice, but because you love them, you're willing to say, look, I know that if I do this, God's got me. You know, I don't have to worry about missing out. I don't have to worry about being a short change. I don't have to worry about being pushed aside because I'm doing this out of the goodness of my heart. I'm looking out for my spouse. Amen. And so that's very, very, very powerful. And so that's been one of my scriptures that I've been meditating on to get this flesh in check. That's what we got to do. All right. And so, um, as I mentioned earlier, that the um, bishop um, was praying about marriage, is leading our families and praying about marriage. I want to give you an opportunity to get in on this prayer. First, let me share some of the scriptures that uh, this prayer was based on. Uh, the first scripture that we share is uh, Mark 10, 9. It says, what therefore God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Amen. Amen. Can't get no plainer than that. God put this thing together; man cannot pull this thing apart. Amen. And so that's what you have to stand stand on. And so, uh, so man can do different things to 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 divide. Um, you know, divorce is not an option. You know, when God has put this thing together, you know. And so, so in the name of Jesus, we 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 declare victory over or the um, uh, marriages that that the enemy will not be able to separate in that respect. Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ loved the church. And so that's another powerful scripture. And then in that same chapter, uh, Ephesians 5.33 says, Nonetheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself and the wife see that she reverences her husband. Um, and then Proverbs 5, 15 says, drink waters out of thine own cistern and running waters out of thine own well. And then the 18th verse says, let thou fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of thy youth, and so these are very powerful scriptures that are are are, are um, uh, foundations for this dynamic prayer that you're going to hear. You get to get on it, get in on it, and so I I pray that you you will receive the same spirit. Uh, That was released in this prayer um, And and that everything that was declared That you take it as yours um, Prayerfully you'll be able to To see within the podcast information The scriptures that we're sharing Get those scriptures Write them down Meditate on them Declare them over your life Declare them over your marriage Every single day So take this moment right now And listen in on this uh, Well not just listen on But receive this prayer That was released by our man of God Bishop Dan Daniel Robertson, and I believe that you will receive the victory that God has intended for you to have in your marriage. Amen. Listen in.
1: If we're going to read. Then we're going to deal with this area called marriage. As you know, myself and co Pastor, we have a very strong marriage, of 31 years, a, a track record of 31 years. Amen. And um, if you want to stay together in this ministry, Uh, The anointing is there to back it Through example um, uh, We just bless the name of the Lord And and we want to deal with this And then those that are single Who desire to get married in the future we, we, We need to zero in in this area Father in the name of Jesus We lift up marriages in this house And And all the marriages of Mount Gilead. Devil we know you've tried but I'm gonna tell you right now you have failed. You will not destroy these marriages. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God we raise up a standard in this house today. In the mighty name of Jesus We declare and decree you will not have these marriages. And Lord God, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. At whatever juncture, at at, at whatever time, at, at whatever period, that the devil, where the attack came to try to sever this relationship, in the spirit, we are calling for that wound To be mended. To be sutured. To be healed. We're not going to go through the motions of love. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. That a genuine love. That that man will love that woman. That that woman will love that man. That all of the desires that they have will be one for another. We thank you, Lord, that the wedding bed is undefiled. Patience, Lord. We're praying today that patience. Patience. And forgiveness. Give that man, give that woman patience that he can work with one another. Not, not to point out the faults, but to help them. To pray for them, Oh God. How, how can two walk together except they be agreed? And so, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh my God! I know the devil. All oh, these divorces. No, 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 no. We are not going to make the body of Christ look weak. Oh, we're gonna, we're not going to make God look like He don't know what He's doing. In the my, we come against divorce right now in the name of Jesus. Oh yeah, we come against it. Oh no, no, no. I, I don't care if you already contacted some attorney. We all oh, in the name, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we believe you can mend it. We believe you can mend it. We believe that forgiveness, we believe that a God kind of love can be restored in the mighty name of Jesus for what God has joined together. Let no man put asunder. Now, Father, we bombard heaven right now. We lift up marriages, all of the marriages in this ministry. We lift them up to you right now, God. Come on, let's go to war right now. It, no, you're not going to have them. Devil, you will not have these marriages. And we will not go through the motions. And we will not come to church and fake like we're together when we're not. We're going to be together. We're going to be the, Oh my God. <laughs> Co pastor, you have anything you wanna?
0: a Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying for deep, intense love in the name of Jesus. Love that burns with passion. Passion from you, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. Hallelujah, that we'll forbear one another's burdens, God. That we'll have a listening ear, God, in the name of Jesus. That we won't just, just, just seek to get our own, God. But as your word proclaims in 1 Corinthians 13, Father, that it does not seek her own, God, in the name of Jesus. So we thank you, God. Hallelujah, for forbearing one another. Hallelujah, for enduring in the name of Jesus. Pulling up one another when one is weak, God. Hallelujah, Father, we thank you, God, in the name of Jesus that we won't play uh, the blame game in Jesus' name, God. That we mature, God, that we're matured in the faith, that we're in our walk in you, God. That we won't allow silly, crazy things to, to divide and to conquer us in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you that we're not Ah! and we thank you God that in the light of your glory and grace God, we will see clearer than ever before God in the mighty name of Jesus
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ahahah! <laughs> la bobo koshi. <laughs> Here come my niddle, la bobo Let that BB shit time. I'm a Here come my mama koshi. Here come my mama, na na I'm a bobo, Here come mama, la <laughs> bobo koshi time. Mama koshi come
0: changing lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org. And follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.